One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for telling your sister she isn't welcome in your home? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk? I didn't attend my son's wedding. I instead spent the evening with his ex-wife. Quick backstory, after graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At 19, he married a girl he met. I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt he was too immature. They both dropped out and moved back here to his hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl. 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. After the first baby, my wife and I noticed our daughter-in-law wasn't happy. We both thought it was postpartum depression related. Just after the second arrived, my son and his wife separated. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was then that she began unloading on us. I know there's two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. I sat my son down numerous times to speak with him regarding his marriage. He refused to take responsibility, blamed her for everything even when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem. They got into counseling. For a year, things were okay on the surface. Our daughter-in-law filed for divorce. My son, three days later, was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend. A month later, they were engaged. My son had forced his then-wife to become a permanent stay-at-home mother at the birth of their first child. She, of course, had no other family or friends here. She knew no one aside from us. She had nowhere to go with two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I helped her financially and got her an apartment. Before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son I would not be attending and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him she would see to it that I would attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiancée around our house out of respect for the mother of his children. The wedding happened on February 11th. The night before, my wife gave me the final push. I didn't attend. Our daughter also did not attend for the same reasons. My wife picked up our grandkids, got them dressed, and attended the wedding. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while their kids attended their father's wedding. She was taken aback that I didn't end up attending his wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. I just wanted her to know she'll always be considered family to us. My daughter also made a joke that they can drop the in-law status and just be sisters now. She was very tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support, and specifically on that night. The next morning, my son called to tell me how much of a horrible father I am for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he caught wind that I spent the wedding evening with his ex. He said that was the ultimate form of betrayal, and further myself and his sister would have to earn a relationship with him on his terms only. I think there's a lot of, um, I think while it's nice to support your kids, you don't always have to be there for your kids when they're making what you feel is a pretty blatantly bad decision. And especially when it hurts other people that you also care about. I would find it hard for anybody in OP's shoes to support what he's doing when the turnaround time was like a month after the divorce. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for reporting my teacher to the principal? 
Hi, this is my second post here, 15 year old female. This happened yesterday. I stayed home today and I have this class tomorrow and I'm stressed. My teacher is a very old, stubborn, strict man. And when I say strict, I mean strict. He will constantly monitor our computers to see what we're doing in his class. If we open any other tab to do anything, he closes it and tells us to get back to work. If we finish our work and try to do other homework, he closes out those tabs and tells us to just close our Chromebooks. This was annoying, but I just did as told because I didn't want to get in trouble. So fast forward, we have four lunch periods and my class has third lunch. My phone had died, so I decided I was going to use my Chromebook at lunch to pass the time. You can see where this is going, right? Anyways, at lunch, mindlessly scrolling through BuzzFeed when suddenly the tab closes. I thought maybe I had accidentally misclicked. I reopened the tab, but it closes again. I was confused, so I tried opening other tabs to see if it was just that website, but nope, they all closed. After about a minute of confusion, I finally realized what was going on. I was furious. I closed my Chromebook and finished lunch. When I went back to class, I asked my teacher about it. He said that the Chromebook was only to be used for school purposes. I told him that wasn't fair because this was my leisure time and he shouldn't be watching my Chromebook in my personal time. He kept telling me the same things over and over so I just stayed quiet. I was still mad though, so during passing period, I took a trip to the principal's office and reported him. The principal said she would look into it. When I got home and told my mom about the situation, she said I overreacted. She said that the computer was only for school use and I shouldn't be using it for anything else. Now I'm worried. I'm wondering if I did overreact, but then again I feel it's unfair and creepy that he's watching what I'm doing on my leisure time. So am I the jerk? As long as this is a laptop that you have provided yourself, I don't understand why they even have the ability to watch it all the time. And if that is the case, I don't understand why anybody else is not seeing how creepy this is. If this is your laptop you provided, who gives a crap if anybody says it's supposed to be only for school? If it's rented from the school, it's nice to try to get away with a little leisure stuff, but I can't blame them as much, but it's still weird for them to be specifically watching OP during lunchtime. If it's their device, I think they're definitely not the jerk. If it's the school's device, I don't think they're the jerk, but I think the school's within their rights, even if that teacher is overstepping. This next story is, am I the jerk for taking legal action against my sister-in-law for damage she did to my dad's property? My 24-year-old female, dad, is pretty well off and owns multiple properties in both the country I live in as well as back in his home country. Because of this and the fact that my husband and I both have good careers, my sister-in-law has always had a snobby attitude towards us and my side of the family and tries to mooch off of us at any chance she gets. When we go out to eat with my husband's side of the family, we're expected to pay. Christmas and birthday, his side of the family expects good gifts, etc. His sister is currently on her third marriage and has three children all under the age of 10. Her and her husband were looking for a place to host their wedding and approached me about using one of my dad's properties to host it. I was very hesitant at first to help her because of the treatment she's given me in the past, but it's my dad's property after all so I contacted him to ask about it. He said it's my call but told me to 1. Have them sign some type of agreement stating that if any damage is done to the house, they are liable. 
two, they're going to be charged a reasonable fee to use the house. We both agreed on $1,500, which I believe is very reasonable considering this is a massive house. I told sister-in-law and her husband about this. They asked about a family discount. I told them this was a family discount and take it or leave it, they signed the agreement and paid. Fast forward two days after the wedding, I went over to the house. House is a complete mess. Bed sheets are stained, a vase destroyed, alcohol bottles floating in the pool, etc. I contact my dad to tell him. He tells me to assess the damage and see how much it is. It was around $1,000 worth of damage. My dad contacts my sister-in-law himself and explains to her the damage and what she owes him. She loses her crap and starts going off about how this is BS, we're family, she shouldn't have even have been charged in the first place, we're so well off we can happily afford to pay for the damages, if she gives them that money they won't be able to afford to go on a honeymoon, etc, etc. She then calls me up to harass me and starts calling me a witch who thinks she's too good for everyone and says, it's a wedding, what do you expect? Sorry my people know how to have a good time. My dad gives her 30 days to pay. She was notified about this. 30 days come and no payment. So my dad gets his lawyer to contact sister-in-law, explaining how she's being taken to court for not paying. Her and my mother-in-law have been contacting my husband non-stop trying to get him to give her the money. He refuses because he agrees that what she did was irresponsible and wrong. I had to block mother-in-law and sister-in-law after they sent me nasty messages and even tried to show up at my house to talk to me. I feel bad that my husband's relationship with his mom and sister is going to be ruined over a thousand dollars, but I feel like what she did was wrong and she wasn't even sorry about it. Yeah, this isn't some like crappy Airbnb that's charging you a horrid cleanup rate because you pressed your thumb against one mirror. You completely totaled a whole mansion and then expected to just walk away from it okay. Maybe it's for the best for OP's husband that these true colors come out and they handle it accordingly. At least there's no hiding how low they can go. Our next story is, am I the jerk for deleting my cousin's precious wedding photos? I, 17 year old male, agreed to take wedding photos for my cousin Sarah's, 26 year old female, wedding. She wanted me to take photos of her getting ready our grandmother putting a family heirloom necklace on her, the first look, the wedding, the reception, etc. There was also another photographer, a friend of the groom, who was taking photos of the groom and his side getting ready, and he was also taking photos at the wedding slash reception. Since I wasn't a professional photographer by any means, I told her I would only charge $50 for the entire day. And when I say entire day, I mean it. From 8 a.m. until 10 p.m., I was with her taking photos and being basically harassed by her, her bridesmaids, and my aunt. She was a full-on bridezilla the entire time. Not just to me, but basically everyone, including her husband. It was a long day to say the least. So after all of that, I went home, edited the photos, and copied them onto individual USB drives for people she might want to give them to. I texted Sarah a couple of days later to let her know that they were ready and that I would happily meet up with her to exchange them for the $50. She never responded. For the next three weeks, I texted, called, got in touch with her mother, my aunt, and even stopped by her house to try and get the photos to her. She evaded every single attempt. 
Six months passed since the wedding, and I was at the movies with my other cousin, 19-year-old male, who was Sarah's younger brother and a couple of our friends. He tells me, By the way, Sarah was wondering when you're going to give her the photos. She said she'd pay you the $10 if that's the only reason you're taking so long. I was livid. First, it was $50. Second, that was the deal from the start. I told my cousin this and said to tell Sarah if she wanted them, she needed to contact me within two days so we could meet up with the payment or I was going to delete them. This might come as a shock considering the title of this, but she never contacted me. The two days passed, I deleted the photos and erased the USB drives. Less than a week went by before my aunt called me in a fit because I threatened my cousin into paying me when she didn't have the money. I told my aunt that she had a little over six months to pull together $50, which she knew was the agreed upon amount, that she refused to respond to me no matter what I tried, and that it was too late now because the photos were gone. My aunt, uncle, and a few other relatives have been refusing to talk to me or my parents because I deleted precious photos that can never be taken again, all because of greed, literal quote. My mom thinks I should apologize and I'm just being stubborn. However, my older brother thinks I held on to the photos longer than I should have and that I should have deleted them after the first week of trying to get into contact with her and being dodged or ignored. So am I the jerk for deleting my cousin's wedding photos? I was initially going to say giving them just two days to respond is a little short, but then you realize how long this whole thing has been going on? I probably wouldn't have the guts to just delete the photos, but I don't blame OP for doing what they did. If you throw a proper wedding and then after 6 months you can't pay 50 bucks for photos, it must have not mattered that much to her. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to go on a trip because my husband didn't ask me? So today when my female 30, husband male 29, came home from work, he told me we'll be going on a trip in 2 weeks. I asked what he means by that and he answered that he booked a 6 day long vacation with hotel and everything for the two of us. For clarification, he didn't tell me anything about the idea beforehand, he didn't even ask if I want to go. So I politely told him he should have asked me first because I can't just take a leave from work like that and I won't be going since I'm very busy at the moment. I suggested we could arrange a trip together at a time when we both have a bit of time. I couldn't wrap my head around why he didn't ask me first. He got mad, saying he meant it as a nice surprise and that I should stop being so uptight and enjoy life a little bit. Then he walked out and slammed the door at me. Am I the jerk here? This is 100% the situation where the idea of a surprise trip is way nicer than reality. In reality, you can't just spring a trip on somebody and sweep them off their feet and take them out of their daily life. I just don't know what this guy expected. This next story is, am I the jerk for moving out? Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Out and causing my engaged roommates to struggle with paying for the wedding? I, 32-year-old female, have known Kara, 32-year-old female, since 1995. In November 2021, she asked me to move in with her, her fiancé, male 30, and her brother, male 40. My apartment wanted to raise my rent, and they were saving for a wedding, so moving in would help each other out. I wasn't on the lease because the landlord would probably up the rent. I noticed after moving in that they'd spend their money on things they never really used. Purses, shoes, random fandom decor, and they would go out to eat a lot. Out-of-state vacations were every two to three months. I wasn't allowed to have people over. Three months in, I wanted to bring over my boyfriend at the time. It caused a huge argument. After we broke up, she was adamant that no one else was allowed to come over. She would go into my room when I wasn't there. In June, she started to call it her room that I was renting so she can do whatever she wants. I changed the lock on the door without telling her and closed the door just to see what would happen. I came home to the door being open and the frame being cracked because I must have accidentally locked myself out. In July, the water heater blew up and caused a flood. Within the next few days, everyone got sick. When I asked her to get it checked for mold, she refused. Luckily, she didn't have to pay for anything because the landlord covered fixing the water heater. She was relieved that she could still go on her California vacation, but everyone in the house kept getting sick every couple of weeks. I purposely avoid the house so it didn't affect me quite as much as it used to when I was constantly there. In November 2022, I came home and found black mold literally growing on the bathroom ceiling in different spots. I confronted her about it multiple times and she said it's calcium buildup. In December, they finally picked out a wedding date and venue. His parents told him that instead of paying for the whole thing like they originally said they would, they would only be paying for half because she wanted an elegant look. Her parents are both passed away, so it's up to the couple to pay for the other half. My friends started freaking out because they hadn't saved the entire year. In early January, my brother's divorce was finalized and he got the house. He asked me if I'd like to rent out a room as he'd rarely be home. He's charging me next to nothing. It's honestly an offer I couldn't refuse. I took them out to eat in public and told them. I paid them for February's rent even though I had my stuff moved out before the end of January. They were shocked and went silent until last week when I was flooded with texts. Apparently I'm completely screwing them over. They said they're going to have to change the venue and she might have to return her $1,500 dress. They wanted me to know about how badly I screwed them over. She asked if I could spot her some money every now and then to help make up for my betrayal. To be honest, I'm over this friendship. Am I the jerk? Just them alone not wanting to get the apartment fixed up when there is obvious mold growing and people are getting sick? That alone should have told you you should have ran for the hills. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my family adopt an abandoned pet fox? 
So my wife and two teenagers went to tour a little animal sanctuary slash rescue this past weekend while I was at work and apparently had a good time. Maybe too good of a time? Among the many animals they had there, there were three foxes. Apparently each one, a former pet surrendered by its owner, three different owners, and I guess the volunteers and workers there talked about how they obviously can't be released, aren't accustomed to having to live purely outside with limited human interaction, but it's the best they can do until they find someone to adopt them. But it's hard too because people seem to be surrendering their pet foxes faster than new potential owners are willing to accept them these days. My daughter proposed the idea that we adopt at least one of them since she felt bad for them, that they have nowhere else to go. I admired the thought, but to my surprise, my wife seemed pretty open to the idea and said, I wondered the same thing. It would be great for someone to be able to give them a home. Why not us? I tried to shut it down and say it was a crazy idea, but they kept bringing it up. Apparently, my daughter's done research and it wouldn't be illegal in our state or township. Is looking into what sort of enclosure we'd have to build in our yard, diet, and my wife seems to be encouraging all of this, saying, saying, look, it wouldn't be that hard, we have a big enough yard, it'll liven up the place, etc. I tried doing my own research and the very first thing everyone seems to mention is that they stink, but they sort of rolled their eyes and said, oh, it wasn't that bad. None of us were bothered by it during the tour. Dogs stink too, but they'll mostly be outside anyways. But I'm not convinced. I asked, why do you think all these people abandon them? There has to be some reason. I tried to put my foot down and shut the whole thing down, but then they got a bit upset and said I should at least be open-minded to seeing if it would make sense or not, and how could I be so heartless to the poor foxes, etc. Am I the jerk? Let me just say one thing about keeping foxes that I've heard. OP said they stink. Yeah, they stink, but it's because they pee on everything. They mark their territory wherever they can. You put a water bowl out for them, they're peeing in the water bowl. Every inch of land, or especially if you let them inside the house, is going to be marked, covered, and reeking. And from what I've heard, it's not like just a bad pee smell, it's like approaching skunk level. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying it's my wife's fault that my slacks didn't get packed for my work trip? My wife, 30-year-old female, and I, 31-year-old male, have been married for about 7 years now. I decided to go on a last-minute work trip which caused me to have to book flights, hotel, etc. late at night and then fly out the next day. I needed new work slacks for the trip since I've primarily been working from home in my current company, so we had to make a late-night run to the local Walmart to get a few pairs. We also got some button-up shirts. When we got home, I had some stuff to finish up with the planning, so I asked my wife to wash my new clothes so that my shirts weren't so wrinkly. I handed her the shirts to wash separately and put the pants in the dirty laundry. While they washed, she packed my suitcase and then added the shirts when they were done. When it came time to leave, I verified everything was packed by asking her if she packed my pants. She said yes. Cue to late the next night when I arrive at my hotel and my slacks aren't in there, only my brown khakis and gray khakis. I called her pretty upset asking where my slacks were. She got defensive and told me she thought she packed all my clothes. I had laid them out on my bed besides the stuff to be washed and told me they should be in there. I made her check the laundry room to be sure and she looked around the whole house before finding them in our bedroom laundry basket unwashed. 
I repeated a few times how I was frustrated that she hadn't packed them, but had told me that she did. She said she didn't realize by pants I meant my slacks and that she was busy trying to do other stuff and just had a memory of packing some pants with all the other things I'd laid out. She also said it was unreasonable for me to be upset with her when they're my pants and she didn't think she was expected to do a whole second load of laundry at midnight. In the end, she attempted to make me feel better by saying that it would be okay and my work would understand that sometimes things get a bit hectic with packing and traveling last minute. And I can buy more in the evening, hopefully. I feel kind of bad because I could tell she was frustrated with me for blaming her, but in my defense, I did ask her if she had packed everything. It was an honest mistake from her and I think it's just unfair for OP to continue to try to place some kind of burden of guilt upon her. Let it go, come back together, and be better next time collectively. Apologize and say next time we'll both work on communicating better and be stronger for it. That is, as long as either one of you doesn't hold grudges. This next story is, am I the jerk for misleading my husband for years to make him pay for our daughter's education? I, 45-year-old female, have been married to my husband, 56-year-old male, since I was 18. I have a son, 27-year-old male, and a daughter, 22-year-old female. We're not rich, but decently well-off. We always planned for our son to study abroad in a western country for university since he was a child, and this is expensive due to the high international tuition fees. This went as planned for my son. However, ever since I got a laptop and phone with internet, I've used it to learn new things on my own from sources like MIT Courseware and YouTube and I really wanted my daughter to be an educated woman. I also stopped believing in my religion while my husband is devout. I pretend to be religious and follow our customs for the sake of the marriage. I only have my high school level education. The plan for my daughter was to find a boy from a nice family for her to marry and not go to university or to go to a local one if she wanted to. I convinced my husband that these days, boys from good families want an educated woman for status reasons, even if she doesn't work, and that if our daughter had a western degree, she could marry into an elite family. It worked, and he paid for her to attend a top university, which she got into, which is actually better than the one my son went to. My daughter, after leaving, also confided to me that she doesn't believe in our religion anymore, and started living a different lifestyle one that I can never have. She recently graduated, got a work visa, and stayed in the western country and has a good job there. My husband got really angry when he heard and is feeling really cheated and blames me as I persuaded him to pay for her education and let her go. He even found a picture of her online of a university competition she did where she won a prize and posed for a picture without head covering. I'm feeling a little guilty since it is his money that let her go to university, and now we may never get to see her again. Am I the jerk? Personally, I'm of the opinion that you should never feel guilty for trying to make sure your kids have the best lives possible. Clearly she's happy and she's thriving. I think she's probably better off for it, and I think Opie should be happy about that. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she isn't welcome in my home after she fought with my son? My son, 17-year-old male, loves the water. Ever since he was little, he's always wanted to either be at the beach or the pool. He loves to swim, surf, etc., and I mean it when I say it's his favorite thing. We live near a beach, so sometimes you'll just go sit at the beach for a while. 
It's something he's been doing since he was 12. My sister and her kids were visiting and it was going fine, but then I noticed my son was never home. I asked him about it and he said that it's just really overwhelming at the house because his cousins never leave him alone. There are 8 and 9 year old girls that adore him, so he just goes to the beach to avoid them. I told him I understood and talked to my sister who said she'd talk to them. Well, yesterday I came home to my nieces sitting in the living room watching a movie. My son and sister were nowhere to be found. Neither of them were answering the phone either. I'm not usually concerned, but my son always sends me a text or answers my phone calls at least. I got the girls and went to the beach and found my son at his usual spot. But my sister was there too and she was yelling at him. She said something along the lines of, You do realize that you aren't in some film where the main character's like connected to the sea or has magic ocean powers, right? Like, you realize that you aren't like that Percy Jackson character and your dad isn't some sea god. My son looked incredibly upset and he has an explosive temper, so I knew he was about to say something crazy. So I immediately jumped in and asked my sister what the heck her problem was. She looked taken aback but said that she told my son to watch the girls while she went to get food. But when she came back he wasn't there and the girls were alone. My son insists that he said he was busy but my sister insists that he didn't. They went back and forth on this without letting me get a word in and I eventually just told my sister that this wasn't working out and that if she was going to fight and argue with my son and mock him then she isn't welcome in my home. She looked shocked and said that I need to stop coddling my son and stop feeding into his ridiculous delusions. I just told her to pack her crap. She said that her daughters will remember this and that I shouldn't be surprised when no one wants the weird side of the family, meaning my son and I, around anymore. I feel bad because her daughters looked genuinely upset and I mean my son could be lying as well and I don't know maybe his love for the water isn't healthy but that's never crossed my mind before. Am I the jerk? I suppose the mocking doesn't make sense without context. My child's father left us. When my son was younger, my brother got him into the Percy Jackson books and my son got pretty attached to the character and would tell people that he was the character and would say that his dad was similar to Poseidon, which is why he wasn't around. I haven't read the books so I don't know the details, but it was for a very short while while he was a lot younger. He hasn't even mentioned Percy Jackson in years. And to be fair to my sister, she texted me before leaving the girls and made sure I'd be there soon. I doubt she would have left if I wasn't nearby. She literally did the exact thing that she's trying to get upset at him for. She left her kids alone to yell at him for leaving her kids alone. 100% she's the jerk and hope he's not. She clearly just seems to feel entitled to using him as a babysitter or something. Just arguing about trying to get her way, I think. But with that being said... That's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.